You're listening to a LTA Sex Podcast. LTA Sex. Sex positively. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we talk about sex, relationships, and life completely unedited. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, writer, sex and relationship coach, and creator of sexual lifestyle blog, LTASex.com. If you know me, you know I love talking about sex basically all the time. Uh, Behind Closed Doors is your chance to get a bit more raw and personal with me than ever before. Most often, I'll be talking to my partner and submissive bubby, but you'll hear me musing by myself or sitting in a room with any random person from time to time. Behind Closed Doors definitely isn't your average sex podcast, but it's not about the size. All that matters is how deep and arousing the conversation is. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and tell your friends about it. You should also consider giving the show a review on iTunes. Make sure to check out LTASex.com for more from me. You can find more info on Behind Closed Doors at LTASex.com slash Behind Closed Doors. If you're one of those people using social media, you can also find me, LTASex, or Behind Closed Doors on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, all of that shit. Alright, enough of me talking about this bullshit. Let's get to the sex. You're not sick. You have allergies. My cousin Kim, uh, she was having a similar issue, and I let her know what we do. Do you think she was dying too? <laughs> yes, she yeah. thought she was dying as well. So okay, so as I was saying when I was on the bus today, mm-hmm. I um was thinking about what's been going on with us lately. Yeah. Last night I wrote this article, uh, or not last night, the night before last, I wrote this article about just sort of like explaining my feelings after we had that fight. And, you know, I gave you the ultimatum to break up or um, get your shit together. And writing the article, it felt good to write it, but somewhere along the way, and I, I, say, I say this in like the continuing part that I wrote today on the bus, um, it didn't connect with me. It was sort of rubbing me the wrong way the words were, but I didn't delete them. I just sort of like fell out of love with the article. Mm-hmm. And then I closed it with the intention of like waking up the following morning and doing something to finish that. Um, but then that didn't actually happen and we ended up having like a discussion and I figured out what was wrong and blah 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 and then we were on the bus today or I was on the bus today and I started thinking because I opened up the article again because typing on the bus is fun Mm -hmm. 
So I started thinking, and uh, I realized that we're kind of stuck together. And the discussion we had um, two nights ago now, you wanted to make sure that you weren't stuck with me and I wasn't stuck with you. But, and I said that, you know, you're kind of stuck with me. Stuck as in, I mean stuck as in like a burden. Like a bad burden. Like that's what I meant. I know what you meant. Yeah, I was just clarifying. And can you speak up so that the microphone can hear you properly? Mm. Feels like I'm talking loud. That's because everything in your head is reverberating. Oh. Like, am I not talking at normal level? You're talking at a subdued level. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, it... Essentially, what I realized is that we are stuck together. Yeah. But, on purpose. Not, like, because we absolutely have to. Yeah. Because if we absolutely had to, we could walk away from each other and, like, be sad about it, but we both live. Yeah. But we're stuck, sort of, like, sewn together. I think that's a better way to put it. We've sort of sewn our lives together. And if need be, you know, we can take it apart unstitch it unstitch it break the stitch but probably won't happen not for a long time once a long time (laughs) yeah the way I put it in the article was that like death are you slapping my mother (laughs) it was like Essentially, it's like where I'm at with this because I realize this is that's just the way I love people. And I realized on the bus that breakups are really foreign to me. Like falling outs, like ending relationships with people is like really foreign to me. I could say that. And I've been in a lot of that. You've been a lot of ends. I don't have many ends. Mm-hmm. To me, every relationship just sort of continues. If you were important to me, you'll stay important to me. You might be less important to me, and we may sort of like fall out of sync with each other, but if you were important to me, you'll stay important to me. I mean, that makes sense. So, like, my former best friend, uh, Veronica. She hasn't talked to me in years. But if she called me, I'd talk to her. I'm not really that even that mad at her anymore. And I wasn't that mad at her then. I just wanted her to act better yeah. towards me. And not treat me with such disrespect. My friend Justin, who... We were best friends. Like He was my next best friend after Victoria. Or Veronica. Um, and... 
he left and we never really talked after that, but we did talk once and I was like, yeah, he's still my best friend. So, I guess what I'm saying is, we're not going to break up and we should probably stop talking about it. Because it freaks us both out. I, I, I didn't realize this this shift happened, but when I first got with you, when we would, like, fight, the thought would be in my mind, oh, we're going to break up. It'd be somewhere in there. Yeah. But along the way, that just stopped happening. Yeah. I guess you could say I'm secure in the relationship now. And at the outset, before I said I loved you, before I even said you were my anything. Mm-hmm. I was vetting you, essentially, but I didn't realize what I was vetting you for. It was essentially like, you know how when you go to like an animal shelter, and you know that there are all these dogs that need your help, but you're only going to be able to help so many, or like, you only want one, mm-hmm. you only take care of one. Um, so you go around and you talk to all of them and say hi and see how they react to you and see if they like you. And most of the time, the one you take home is the one who runs up and, like, shows you love. Immediately. And that was you. Because I do that with people. You do do that with people. But you did it with me more than I've seen you do it with anyone else. In the time that I've known you. You were mine the minute you came in the house. Because I knew I wanted to meet you. You already knew you'd already like seen you you'd seen least. me yeah like a year before that a year before and I I knew that you were willing to be mine but I wasn't quite sure if I liked you that much <laughs> yeah. um so I was taking time to figure out like whether or not you were going to drive me insane or if I was going to be able to like you for a long time because I don't want to be in like a committed hardcore relationship with someone who's going to piss me off constantly or like piss me off in a unacceptable way you piss me off all the time you piss me off too I'm sure I do but you're usually wrong I still get pissed off though it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. We just piss each other off sometimes, and that's okay. It matters to me. It's normal. Because if we were pissing each other off and I was wrong, I'd feel bad about that. And I'd work to fix it. And if you're pissing me off and you're wrong, then that means it's something you need to work on. And it gives me, um, I don't know what it's called. It gives me something that we can work on to fix the problem, and the problem is not just you. Sometimes when you put things about our relationship, it makes it sound like absolutely everything is my fault. 
No? Sometimes. Absolutely everything is not your fault. Um, remember how I said yesterday that I realized that I wasn't taking care of you the way you needed to be taken care of. And I think a lot of times you underestimate my statements like that. Like you let them pass without notice, really. Uh, because when I apologize for something, I'm not a groveler. I'll admit that I was wrong, and that's pretty much all there is to it. Because then I'll keep going for it. Like I was like, okay, I did this thing wrong. I'm gonna do better. Let's move on. Yeah. Um. It's just sort of like how how I grew up. Yeah, and I was very like gravelly. You had to grovel. Everybody wanted you to pay for every single one of your sins. You had to say fifty Hail Marys and suck a dick. Second part wasn't so much for penance for you. <laughs> a no, penance. I didn't even have penance. This is all new to me. Because I've never put into terms the way I love people. I've never thought about it that much. I never thought that I was really that different. Most people never think they're different from other people. Um, most people just think they are the norm. I know, I've known for a long time that I'm a different person. I think differently than most people. Um... And I am able to tell when people are sort of like me. Uh, and I can definitely tell when people are not like me. Is that what you call sensing? Sensing, yes. Yeah. My sensing personality. Um, and in fact, I realize that I love you like my mother loves me. I love people like that. In that same sort of like, you're mine, you'll piss me off, I'll still take care of you, whatever. Whatever. Because, like, in my family, even when people pissed you off, if they needed you, you took care of them. Because, and what else are you going to do? And that's so foreign to me. Because, like, Um, like even when I, you know, left a couple, of, you know, for a couple of days, like I didn't have anywhere to go. I just left, and so I called. My, Where did you go? I went to Jeremy's house. Stay with Jeremy. Okay. Um, because I can't stay with Colleen. Um, like so, I called my family because I was like, I don't really have anything else to go. And Jeremy didn't really answer me, so I was like, I don't want to come back here. So, it's just, anyway, it's a long story, but it's just an example of, like, of that, basically needing someone and then them not being there for you when you need them. Yeah, like, if you would have called me five minutes after walking out the door and say, I fell... Or I got hit by a car. I got hit by a car. Or 
I don't have any place to go. And it's silly for me to be out here on my own. You, you could have come back. I know, I, I know. I know I needed to, like... But that, anyway, that's not the point. Like, I don't know, I was trying to make a point saying that I can relate to what you're saying, like... On, like, a current level note. On, like, a what? Current level note. Current note level. I don't know what that means. Like, I can relate to you out of something that's happened recently. Okay. In that. Um. I guess I learned how to love people. I guess this is what people call, like, unconditional love. Like, I, I say, I use, like, these phrases, like, love you the way you need to be loved. Yeah. And you need to love me the way I need to be loved, and you just love people as they are and help them be better in the way that they want to be better. Yeah. Which is like I didn't know what th- I didn't know that's what that was. I didn't know that was unconditional love. Oh. Um and I just thought it was so weird that the way that your family would treat you were like they literally would not love you if you did not behave. Like, if I did not behave... If Maybe I, that's part of why it doesn't connect with me, why you like me. Probably. Because I'm like, wait... You're dri- I'm driving you crazy every fucking day. You're, we're constantly fighting. Why am I even still here? Why are you letting me stay here still? Like, you should have cussed me out and kicked me out. And I've said to you so many times... I'm not your mother. But you treat me like your mother. Because you don't know... I don't know... You don't know a different way to be. And you're not treating me like your mother. You're treating me like you treat everyone. Because I don't really know any different. And not being able to have personal effectiveness skills doesn't help. Effectiveness? Personal effectiveness... Interpersonal effectiveness. Oh. There's a different phrase for that. Mm. You don't have people skills. Um, <clears throat> although that's a lie. You do have people skills. You're very likable. Yeah. You just don't know... Emotions. You don't have like emotional intelligence that much yet. You're relearning it. Um... It's it's interesting to me to know that I do that, and it actually makes me feel nice to know that I already know what unconditional love is, naturally. Um, it makes me feel better about my childhood, my mother, my grandmother, the rest of my family. And it actually makes me sort of feel bad because I expected that you would know all those things, and you just don't. It's 
so boring to me. I'm just like, um, I, I don't, like, I don't know what to do with it. Because it's so, like, weird, you know, quote-unquote. Alien. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you never had that. There's always conditions. There's always conditions with your family. I... So back back to, like, us and our relationship. We need to just take breaking up off the table. Okay. It's not really an option. We've been together for a year. We've been together for 13 months. Over 13 months. We're in our 14th. We're in our 14th month. Um, but that's sort of like when you buy a car and you've had it for 14 months and people are like, oh, it's still sort of a new car. But no, it's mine. It'll be here until it dies. Or like, you get a pet. Like Truffles. Truffles is ours. She'll be here until she dies. She annoys the fuck out of me sometimes. Mm. Like when she's pooping everywhere. Mm. Um, but... I don't hate her for it. Uh, instead, I... Try to understand why she does it. Um, to know if we need to, like, train her off of it, or just let her go. And I do that with you two. I do that with everyone. I mean, people having healthy bowel movements is very important. I mean, it is, but, you know, she eats hay all the time, so... I'm sure her fiber, you know, intake is pretty dope. She eats hay, and then her pellets are hay. They're like 99% hay. With like, extra things. So from now on, even when we fight, even when we're screaming, let's not stop there. Let's not even bring it up because it neglects the point that we're trying to really get to here, which is that we're trying to work together and grow with each other and grow with each other and we're trying to figure out how to love each other again I'm realizing that's what's so frustrating to me about you when we're um, fighting and you get to that place where you're like why does it even matter you're just gonna break up with me and I'm like, you don't know shit. Because <laughs> um, you don't know shit. But what you don't know is that, like, in reality, what you don't know is that I love you and you're not going anywhere. 
So that's one thing. We're secure. We're here. We're here. We're queer. We're not going anywhere. And it's... I mean, secondarily, I'd like to see where we can sort of go from here. I'd like to see where we could go from here because I honestly think that your inability or like your lack of knowledge when it comes to how I love is the main reason why we're having so many problems and not really getting anywhere is because it's not that you had like learned helplessness. It's that you literally did not know Anything that else. you had help. But that's what I do. I help people. I told you that the day you met me. I love helping people. But I'm, not, but I'm not just like a project, though. Where am I? You, yourself, are not a project, no. Um, a project would be helping you become more emotionally intelligent. A project would be getting you to be more obedient. A project would be arts and crafts on a Sunday because we don't have shit else to do. Or, we have shit else to do, but I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> which, which <laughs> for me, because I'm constantly busy, is like, that's what it is. I didn't know that. But I'm glad I do. Because I've said that you were a project. And I was right, you are. Like, the concept of you is. But, like, me, myself, I'm not. No, you're just my boyfriend. I'm a person. Yeah. But there are projects in my life that I can work on to help me. Like I'm not one of those houses that you're not a like, fixer upper. Yeah, like a one of like one or, of those people. Maybe you are a fixer upper, but you're a house that I live in, and I'm fixing you up because I care that you last a long time and that you're the best you can be, and it has a benefit of. You know, looking nice and 
having a great resale value, but when it comes to like people, resale value doesn't kind of factor into it. Except for me, it does. Because I would much rather you be better in the way that you want to be better for the next person that you happen to be with. If we break, if we do happen to like break up, or hell, even if like just like a, a partner you decide to get while while we're while we're together, like I would like you to be better for them. And like I would, if you ever got a partner, I would work with them for that ultimate goal. That's why you know all my partners. Because I want you all to be friends. Mm-hmm. Because at the very least you should be friends. Like, you know, you're cousins. You don't <laughs> you don't necessarily hang out all the time, but... Um, like when you do, like, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. I mean, it'd be weird, cousins, because you have sucked so at least like one of their down dicks. south? Huh? So it's like down uh, south? We don't. We don't want to. We don't want to insult the southerners as a whole, but basically. <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean that makes sense. It makes me feel better because for a while I've been feeling like just a project to you, like a problem. And I'm sure that in your family, when anyone helps you with things, you are just a project to distract them from themselves. That's something you said the other day, like, when we were fighting, like, you need to quit talking about your family so much in therapy, but it's like, but, and I do talk about other things, but it's like, but it's because of my family that, like, I have these, like, issues that I'm realizing. And I realize that, you and, know. I, and I, I still stand by those words. Yeah, and I am, like, talking about more with Randy, like, we're gonna start working on, he said with me going to the class, I was like, He's, he's described the class he's like it's not a therapy thing you know it's just like there's he said there's like three other people that are going to this class with me so it's just like a workshop that's what's called a workshop until like a life skill workshop he said and he said that's stuff that we and him can talk about like weekly like like okay you know how can we we learned about this this week and we talked about this how can we actually relate that to my life and like in everyday situations of me I think that'll be really helpful for you I do too I really like Randy and I'm really glad that I get to see him pass my birthday and for the record, Randy is your therapist. Mm-hmm. At the Corner Health Center here in Ypsilanti. It's a really great place. Ypsilanti, Michigan. If anybody from Michigan's listening, feel free to contact them if you're, what is it, 21 and under. Mm-hmm. And they do assistance with, like, WIC and um, getting you... Like any supplies you need for like safe socks or they have a food pantry, they have like an item pantry. They're a helpful helpful resource for the community. Very It's 
So hearing these things, what what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Ah! Um, uh, I don't know. I know it was the good thing too. I forgot. Oh, fuck. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. And I just emptied the new one in there too. Um, I know. Continue. What are your, What are your thoughts? Like. you were telling me that like and bringing that up cause like I don't really want to break up either like I get to the point where it's like I say that and that's like I don't know what else to do you know cause it's like I don't understand um because of like the way that I grew up and stuff it's like that's like the option you know what I mean, but, I mean, I mean, I kind of feel the same way about you, like, we've been together 14 months, like, I feel like you're, you're mine too, you know, you're my mister, you know, and not in like a possessive, like a super controlling possessive kind of way, but like, you're my partner. You know, you're who I'm with right now. And um, this is where I don't know what to say because it's like I don't understand like that unconditional stuff, you know? Um, it's hard for you. It's different. I think maybe maybe that's why Christianity kind of freaked me out so much because it was like, oh, God loves you unconditionally, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. But then when you listen to the actual people, they're like, oh no, you're gay, you're going to hell, you know, you're doing all this bad stuff. But yeah, the person we follow says that to love everyone and whatever, right? Like it's contrary because because see that's why like. Like, the idea of God and the idea of Jesus rather than Christians. Because it's like, okay, the dude you're talking about sounds kind of cool, but, you know, you're just mean. And I I say that because that's, like, the first thing that kind of popped in my head. Because it's like, oh, unconditional, you know. Um, And it's true, the, the... "Quote unquote good book does in fact say, love thy neighbor. There is no like asterisk. Yeah, and <laughs> like, God loves everyone, you know, because He made everyone and whatever. So, you know, so I like that part's kind of cool, but I am. I guess it's just because it was, like, drilled into my head. You know, that God's love is unconditional. So it's, like, that's the first thing that comes in my head, I guess. And that's, like, the only thing. Because, like, my family wasn't like that, really. So it's, like... Or if they were, they didn't show it. You know what I mean? 
I'm sure they love me in their own weird fucked up way, but like if you mess up you get fucking screamed at. Like I got screamed at every day in like middle school because like I had bad grades. I was like failing, I was fucking depressed. And like it didn't matter if I was depressed or whatever, it was like you need to get good grades and we're spending all this money for you to go to school and blah 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 blah. And they never like asked? What was wrong? Um, rarely. It was more about grades and like doing well. Exceeding academically, I guess. Rather than my emotions. Because remember, that's when I was forced to talk. Yeah. That's about the time I was really forced to put myself out there and you know, try to talk to people, and I always felt so fucking weird. Talking to people? Yeah, because, like, my whole life I've known I'm different. Like, I felt... different than people, especially, like, guys. You know? And whatever. And just people in general. But, like, then that on top of like having to try and talk to people like made me feel so fucking awkward my whole like high school life cause I'm like why am I not I would just constantly be like worried if I would say something stupid or something and it was just it was not good and I, I wish I had realized that then cause I would have been much happier then but you know I didn't and I realized it now but I mean, like, all this stuff went on, and it's like I don't understand what that means. I know I kind of went off on a rant there, I'm sorry. I know, I'm just listening and making sense of your words, it's fine. It's just I'm connecting things that I haven't really connected, or that I'm connecting actually out loud. But... And, like, even if they didn't try to fuck me up, like, like, on purpose, necessarily, they still, like, kind of fuck me up, you know? But it's nice to know that, like, I guess I can be shown that for real. And like even if it is like kind of alien or whatever that you know I can grow to have that for like other people and I'm like love for myself too you know and I'm glad that my love can make you feel that way. I'm glad that... I'm able to give you... Something I've never had. Something you've never had, yeah. You can turn up the phone. It's like... (laughs) Moving is so hard. It's like... 
know how to describe it. I guess you could say it's accomplishment. But I don't necessarily feel better about myself for it. Maybe you take like a little pride in that. I was that was the next word take that was coming. Take pride in like to know that you're doing something that's like that positive and good. Yeah, I could see. I could see it being pride. And pride's not like always bad. It's not. It just means like you're proud of something. Because what we've done and what we've created with our relationship is like hard. And not many people are actually able to withstand as much as we have. Like I know so many people who would have just broken up with you when you lost your memory. And then... And I'm serious when I said that the other day. Like, I know I was mad when I said it, or, like, hurt when I said it, but, like, when I said, why didn't you just break up with me when I had my seizure? Like, that was a sincere question. Because, like... And, like, yeah, you know, because of society and whatever, you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm, you know, you're a shitty person for doing that. But, like, I mean, you made the choice to just, like, stay with me and accept that, you know, I mean, you even said, you know, that I may never love you again or, like, you chose to, like, stay with me. You know, when you could have, you could have just left and I wouldn't, I don't think it, I can't say it wouldn't, but, like, I don't know if it would have fully registered. It probably would. Because you were the one that, like, taught me about everything, mostly, so it's, like, it would have been, like, oh, okay, like, you said you were my friend, and you can't be my friend, okay, I don't know what that means, but okay, bye. You know what I mean, like... Would scapegoat be the right word for that? It's like an escape patch. Yeah, like a clean... Clean break. Break, like... But, I mean, you did, like, just choose to stay with me. Um, stop. Um, I didn't choose to stay with you. I didn't, there, like, it never even occurred to me to break up with you. Or, like, not see you through it. Like, ever? No. It was just like, oh shit, this is really bad. It was like, so this is happening now. This is something that's happening. This is something that's happening. That was essentially my thought. Did you think something like this would happen? What? Yeah, like having a seizure? No. Oh. I think I just know how to handle crises. Yeah. 
so it didn't it never freaked me out that much and i i've thought about like what would happen if say next october or last week you were seizing on the floor and lost your memory again what i would do <laughs> You'd be like, God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> you just walk in, you start putting groceries away, you're like i I'm not calling the I'm not calling the fucking ambulance again. <laughs> you're not biting your tongue off, you're not foaming at the mouth, you're fine. Get up. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it, Nancy. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Start beating me with like a breadstick. A breadstick. Or like a loaf of bread. No, and it's going to be a Bosco stick. That'll wake me up. You know how white people love cheese. With pepperoni. (laughs) Yeah, like it just never occurred to me. Mm, I didn't know that. I thought it was a choice. Mm -mm. Mm. It's like coming to see you at the hospital. And staying with you for like most of the three days, except for when I had to go to work. That didn't seem like it. It, it never even crossed my mind not to. Like it wasn't weird. No, I mean like it was weird, but like it wasn't like like fuck. I just want to go home. No. Yeah. I wanted to be with my baby because I knew you needed me. And then if it's your family would like fuck shit up. If you like I can't even imagine what would have happened like if Like if you hadn't cared and just kind of like not like to make you feel bad like if you did break up with me and whatever cause like I wouldn't have understood it, and, like, it wouldn't have made sense, so, like... And they would have told you I was your roommate. Well, yeah, but, like, before I get into that, like... (laughs) The whole concept of all that wouldn't have made sense to me, so, like, I'm not shaming that, but, like... Say you had broken up with me, like... I would be, like, living with my family now, obviously. Like, I would be a completely different person. Mm-hmm. You would. I would be exactly what they wanted me to be. Probably not. No. Because I think the stress of that might have, like, forced you to get your memory back. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of not remembering. The same I need day. To, yeah, I need to fucking remember. And, you know, go back to living my life because this is fucking terrible. I just don't even like to think about that like what it would be like if you weren't like my first contact you don't have to think about it like to think about it because I was your first contact and that's Besides, like, the nurses and doctors and that fucking bitch nurse that made me talk. Oh, God, I was so mad. She yelled at me. I didn't like her. You have to talk or we're not going to help you. 
I was like, you know, someone that, like, I think they thought I was just really drunk. And I was like... Oh, no. I absolutely know. Based on how those fucking ER people reacted, they thought you were just some drunk fuck-up. In a Lucille Ball outfit. In a Lucille Ball yeah, like, I didn't know. Did all of them kind of treat me like that? Cool. When I was downstairs in the hospital? Were they all mean to you? Not mean, but, like, they just thought I was drunk. No, by the time I got there, they already knew what was happening. But, like, you could see them doing that when I got there? No, from what you said. And from, like, things that were asked by the, the, um... I said ER people, I meant the EMT people. They're all kind of cold and... Just doing what they have to do. Nobody actually took a moment to be like, hey, I wonder what's going on here. I mean, they see it every day. So they don't probably... see it every day. That's the thing. What happened to you is not what happens to normal people. Like, your seizure was not alcohol induced. You didn't have alcohol poisoning. Like, you weren't even drunk by the time you got to the hospital. I was just confused. You were just confused. And didn't know anything. I'm like... I mean... The best way I can, like, describe it, I guess, from what I've seen, is, like, when people get abducted by aliens, and then, like they wake up and they're, like, in a spaceship. And it's, like, all weird. And, like, everything's, like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's kind of, like, what it was like, I guess. Because it was, like... I could see that. I mean, not that I even knew, like, what that was at the time. But, like, that's kind of the feeling was, like... If I could think of, like, where am I, you know, what the fuck is going on, like. I feel like that's been happening ever since, like, in every new situation. I see you have, like, that deer in headlights look. Because I, I still feel like even though, like, you remember things, you don't remember experiencing them. You just remember them. Like, I made a mistake the other day at work, I guess, that, like, I knew what to do, but, like, I keep making the same mistake. Well, I don't keep making it. I corrected it now, but when I would put a slip-up in Mike's little clip for his papers, Mm -hmm. like a little slip that I print out for, like, advances and things, Mm -hmm. he's told me, like, before my seizure, to, like, staple it to a scrap paper so it doesn't get lost Mm -hmm. because it falls off. I'm going to have that little thing of 
grab papers and like I was just putting the clip up there and he had to remind me again like hey don't forget to put it on that because I noticed you've been doing that and I was like oh shit I'm sorry you remembered that it needed to go into a place but you didn't remember like the yeah like that Like, I remember doing something with it, but... And the same thing happened with the checks. Like, if someone brings me... Like, Danny pays his rent. Like, you're supposed to stamp the back of the check and then put it in the clip. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew you're supposed to stamp it, but I didn't know where, so I didn't stamp it. And then I just, like, put it in the drawer. (laughs) I didn't know it went in the clip. I thought... I was like, this is a chalk. I don't want someone to steal this, so I put it in the drawer. But he was... It was just, like, something that I learned before, but it was, like... And you probably would never remember the scenario. That's something that you would do automatically. Yeah, like... Because I do it every, like... Day. But that's, like, an example, I guess. And, you know, it's interesting. When we were fighting... um, I did say, or like now when we're fighting, when I was talking about when I realized that you needed to relearn things about emotional intelligence, I did say to you, there are like, we learn things, but normally we don't think about every action we do. Like we, we, we have like these programmed responses, like which one we've, we've learned works best. That's and why we just I do put it. salt in your eggs the other day. That's why you put salt in my eggs. Because I was like, like he, you meant, and that's what I was trying to get across. It's like, okay, you mentioned the sausage. So I started thinking, you know, over easy eggs, you know? So I was like, oh, that has salt in it. And, like it's like I think about everything. Nothing is like just like a like automatic, I guess. Or like most things aren't. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I I overthink everything and like every step. Like some things, you know, are obviously going to be automatic, but like when it comes to like decisions or emotions or like. Even, like, doing the dishes today, I was like, okay, what do I have to do? I have to separate the dishes. Okay, now what do I do? I have to fill it with water and put the soap in. Okay, and then I have to put soap on the thing, on the, the wash rag. And now I clean it like this, and I gotta do this. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm doing it. I even do that with, like, work when I'm in the kitchen. I'll be like, oh, okay, so I need lettuce, and then I have to do the tomatoes, the onions, and I can do it fast. But I think it, everyone does that. Huh? I think everyone does that. I do that. Yeah. But it's with, like, things that... It's with things that, like... Should have already had an automatic... Shouldn't... I shouldn't be thinking about it that hard. That makes sense. And it's frustrating because then I try and explain it to you and it's like... 
what I'm trying to get across to you isn't like even if I'm saying exactly how I'm saying it in my head, it doesn't make sense. Like, cause it doesn't convey the actual point of what I feel. Mm. And so that's when I would say, you know, I don't think I'm ready to be submissive. I don't like. I don't think I can do this. Like. Those are the kind of things that where it's like that's why I get so frustrated because it's like because you would respond and I can see why you're responding that way and it's like no I'm not trying to say it that I'm and then my response would be words have meanings use the right word that you mean yeah and I'm like but I am using the word I'm using the words that I have but and they're the closest thing to this feeling that I have but it's not exactly what I mean. If that makes sense. I wonder if you ever had the words, like if you ever needed to use these words or use these expressions. Because it, like with... Because I never really talked about my emotions with funny mom. Yeah. Like... So I could see, like if even before your seizure, you just did not have the skills to talk through your emotions in that way and you also weren't like picking up words i can talk about problems with i'm having with people like i can do that but like when it comes to like i'm having this problem with this person and this is how it's making me feel like i don't know fucking how to do that it's just like i have this problem like with chris i'm like look i have this problem i you shouldn't do that like the how it makes me feel is very hard for me to do and that's like I know that's like normal for other people or more normal or easier but it's like I don't have I can't I don't feel like I can express what I'm thinking do you know where I learned most of my emotional intelligence maybe books and music Because when I would read, I, I like writers have the and like musicians and like songwriters have this way of normalizing the unfamiliar, or like they have this way of putting things that as soon as you see it, you know what it is. Sort of like when you're reading a series of unfortunate events, I bet there's like a bunch of things in there that you never experienced before, like the fear, the panic, the the, the dread, like all these sorts of like completely. Like Stefano things. pulled a knife out and was gonna like stab someone. Yeah. Like, but then someone walked up. Like I'm, yeah. 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 You've never been in that situation, but you 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 recognize the emotion there, and I feel like if you're ever in a situation where somebody pulls a knife out on you. You might think about the emotion being similar. I mean, probably not in that moment, but like in retrospect. And you have said before that you learn things um, now. You learn things like it's better to help you understand. It's better to connect it to something you already know. Um, And that being like Music. music or a TV show or something. Like, that's why I like Adventure Time is because it's, like, it teaches you to be positive and, like, have fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, chill. I teach you how to be positive and have fun and chill. 
No, I know you do. I know. I was just adding. No, I was just saying. I wasn't that. saying you did. I was just adding. Oh. You haven't asked me how I feel. I'm sorry. How do you feel? <laughs> and, like, I don't do that to be mean. Like, it's not like, oh, I don't give a shit about how you feel. Like, I do. Like, I like when... I like fucking listening to people. Like, I like when you tell me your emotions. And, like, how you feel and stuff. It's just, like, I don't think to ask. I know that sounds really fucking rude, but, like... it. I just... I don't know why I don't. But like I, I do. think you don't know how to love. That's another one of those things that would come um, naturally to most people. Because so like, I, I do care. Like I know, I, know you do. I think after a while of like you can put your right down. Um, after a while of being in in this relationship, I think when things become easy for you. That'll just be probably how you love people from then on. But I think you might also sort of like carry both around with you. You might like pick and choose. And, you know, that's fine. I pick and choose. But nobody I love is like conditional. Mm -hmm. And the caveat there is that I love them. Yeah. I damn sure don't love everyone. Mm-mm. Like... But how do you feel? <laughs> I feel... Relieved. Because... I was able to get my frustration out on my own, and I was able to come to an understanding of like what the fuck is going on and I've been asking that question for weeks and months um I've just kept asking that question like what the fuck is going on I cannot comprehend why these things are happening now I do is it can I ask you this, like, with what you kind of figured out, is it kind of a thing where, like, maybe we thought, like, maybe, like, I made some improvement after my seizure, like, like I remembered things, mm-hmm. and it was, like, exciting, and it was, like, okay, cool, and we just kind of, like, it's, like, oh, okay, and it's kind of pushed it, like, three steps forward, and now it's, like, okay, we have to take, like, two steps back now, but we still made, like, a step. Yeah, it's it's essentially that. Like, like we saw a little bit of improvement, and that was exciting, and that was like, you know, zoom, you know, like zoom, 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 with my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl, fucking xenon. Yeah, like essentially, is that like what it's kind of like? Yeah, yeah. I I would say like if I if I had to like put it in. Jerome terms, like more complex terms. I would say that what happened was you got out of the hospital and you were functioning fine. The thing we were waiting for was your memory. Mm -hmm. That's all we actually noticed about you being gone. 
was that I didn't remember. You didn't remember. But there was more to it. There was more to it than that because we for we like you lost your programming and you have to rebuild that. I don't think you could ever remember your programming. Like if you if you delete a program from a computer, it doesn't remember the program. It may have like the files that you made with the program. But if you open it up, it's like, what's this? What's this? I can't use this. I don't know what you're talking about. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I know weird computer things. <laughs> you know, random computer things. Not weird. I do. Like, some shit's like, what the... F- like, the alternate keys that I'm learning and learning code, it's like... Keyboard shortcuts are what those called. Keyboard shortcuts. Exactly. See, I don't even know the name of it. And if you want to, you can actually Google keyboard shortcuts and you'll be able to find, like, a listing of them for, like, millions of Oh, times. I imagine, yeah. Like, but... Like, I don't know stuff like that, but I know about, like, RAM, and I know about, like, different pixels and, like, shit like that. Things you functionally need to know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we didn't recognize that the program got deleted, but the hard drive, we were able to recover. Yeah, that's what's been my... Causing so much friction. Yeah, because now that you remember things, you should, the way we were thinking, you should, quote unquote, like, just be able to move on with your fucking life. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't have, you know, the way we were thinking. There's no reason why we shouldn't, or you shouldn't be able to just, like, buck the fuck up and do it. But you don't remember how to buck the fuck up and do it. You don't remember, like, the lessons you've learned from okay. your experiences. You don't remember like I how remember things them. feel. You remember that they happened. That is all. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing about amnesia that people don't talk about or that I've never heard anyone talk about is that when you lose your memory, you lose so much. And I also I also wonder how that would affect somebody with like dementia or Alzheimer's. Because if they don't remember things, then they're also losing like their ability to function in the world. That happened with my great grandma when she was dying. Because she had dementia runs in my family, whatever, and like like she didn't eventually got to the point where she didn't know who my grandma was. Like she thought I was her son, Bobby. Um, like, she kind of shut down, like, she stopped eating. Like, she didn't remember how to eat. Like, she didn't remember how to live, essentially. Because she did have a seizure. She had one seizure, or a stroke. No, mm. she had a seizure. And, uh... Yeah, she kind of, after that, she didn't, like, really eat anymore or really talk or anything either. I could see that. It might be really hard to, like, do that after, um... Plus, she had dementia, so she didn't... Yeah. She was always confused about things. That can be tough, I'm sure. So... 
I guess before we end this, um, I can finish up with like my feelings, I guess. But like my most forward-facing feeling is just relief, mm-hmm. and it's giving me sort of like new hope that we might be able to like get to a better place now. Because I feel like we're actually finally, goddamn it, finally not dealing with each specific issue. We're finding the common thing. And we're attacking it that way. And we're making sure that... It's not just like a quick fix. It's definitely not going to be a quick fix. You've got 21 years of life to relearn. Re-experience. You've got... So much to... Regain... But I guess you can never regain it. You just sort of have to, like, gain it. Because you're never going to have a childhood again. You're never going to have teen years again. You're never going to be... You're never going to go back to aviation school. You're never going to go... You're never going to, like... Spend days in your room playing guitar... You're probably not even going to be good at guitar when you pick it up again. I've gotten pretty good. Hmm? I've gotten pretty good. Since your seizure? Or before? Before. I did a concert once. Oh. I did the Ipsy Songwriting Fest in 2011. And I performed, um... Say Night Soul by Weezer, my electric. And then I did, uh... I sang in... Played Snow Patrol's Chasing Cars. My babe. That's fun. I'm sure. And I went to Red Lobster. And ate all the biscuits. I fucking love Red Lobster. I like their biscuits. Um. Yeah, so it's probably like. You're probably not going to be good at archery either. Does that mean they have to learn new skills? No. What about crochet? You haven't crocheted since you've had your seizure, have you? Well, maybe that's something that we can do. Is like, you'd gotten okay at it. Really? Yeah, so let's see it. Like, maybe we can, you know, try tomorrow. Just and see. Oh, yeah, we have to make, I have to make, make, make it for tea. Um, yeah, so we can, we can figure out. Um, how that'll work how that'll work if it'll work or whatever because they have the feeling like once you do things and you'll be able to see there's blank spaces you're, you're conscious of it now that in actions there are blank spaces where something should be my brain No, in your automatic responses. So, like, take archery, for example. Maybe the thing you'll forget there is, like, how to adjust for wind wind speed. You know technically how to do it, but, like... Like, I remember doing it. Yeah. So, like, maybe you'll forget the sensation where you can just like 
feel it in the air and your body and not actually have to like you know wet your finger put it in the air or whatever like however people do that in archery I don't really know mm-hmm. but like just yeah or like with the guitar it may be like where like you might know where to put your hands but you may not know like all the intricacies of how the sound will come out if you do X versus X. Well, it's fun looking at the guitars today. I'm sure. I've been trying to get you to relive your passions. Um, that's why I want you to get your archery set. And that's why I want you to get your guitar and get all those things back over here. Because, like, you need to get hobbies again. You have no hobbies other than, like, being a submissive. I read now. You do read, but you have not been doing that consistently. Mm-hmm. My hobby is, you know, LTA sex. It's podcasts, it's blog writing, and I do that constantly. But you don't really have anything that gives you life. I mean, other than like Beyonce and Michelle Obama. And Hmm? What'd you say? I'm Lumpy Space Princess. I'm Lumpy Space Princess. Yeah. I'm happy that we're... I'm happy that we've gotten to this place. Hmm. Why? Because we're moving forward. Yeah. I guess I don't feel stuck anymore. Even though it's like a... A couple steps back it's it's not a couple steps back we never we never move forward I moved two steps forward and you were stuck on step one and I was trying to pull you but up you but you couldn't remember how to and I was like uh, uh, I'm scared I don't know how and then you get frustrated because you're like why aren't you doing fuck just life? take the step up the stairs why Go are on. you crying so much that's why I would cry is because it's like this is so frustrating <laughs> But I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I know that now. Because normally, like, I don't cry that much. Like, do I like I cry, but like not to that extent. You're a crier for damn sure. But you, before your seizure, you weren't crying like every time we get into an argument, or like you wouldn't crumple every time. I told you to do something or like I, I corrected you on something it, it yeah. didn't destroy you yeah. but now it's sort of like I don't know what to do with it you don't know what to do with and it and it's overwhelming to me hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm just glad that we've been able to reach this level of understanding I'm glad we've been able to talk about it because mm-hmm. now I can come back down two steps and sort of like because I know you're excited like to take those two steps forward like I'm excited to help you I just didn't realize that I jumped too far ahead I'm taking long strides you're taking baby steps and I have to remember to take baby steps with you
And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm happy to help you. So before we end this recording, God damn it, we've been going for an hour 15. This is ridiculous. Let me stop talking so goddamn much. So before we go, I guess I have a couple of questions uh, for you guys. And by you guys, I mean the people listening. God damn it. Um, how do you love people? Are, do you know how to unconditionally love people? Do you know what unconditional love is? Does it bother you that maybe you don't know unconditional love? Or are you fine loving people the way you love them? Do people find happiness in conditional love? Or can they find happiness in conditional love? Because I'm really curious. I'd really like to know. I'd like to know what it's like to experience those things. I don't think they're bad. Like unconditional or conditional love. I don't think it's bad on its own. But I just wonder. What people think. What people think. Or what they've experienced. What they've experienced. Or like. You know. Um. Maybe some examples of that, like in your life, or you know, maybe a friend or something. I don't know. Just interesting to hear. I'd also like to know if anybody else has ever dealt with like amnesia or like seizures or, or like seizures or anything, because I it might be helpful to hear from you guys too. Yeah. Since this is, like... Completely new for us. Yeah. I mean, we're not, like, medical professionals or anything. Definitely not medical professionals. Obviously. I mean, I've given you lots of, you know, rectal exams and oral exams and... Penile exams and... But... (laughs) No, we are not Dr. Seuss. Oh my god, I wish it was Dr. Seuss. You even have a Dr. Seuss tattoo, but you're still not Dr. Seuss. I'm Sam I am. God damn it, Kathleen. No, I'm Sam I am. <laughs> With my green eggs and ham and my box and my fox and my mouse on the train. But I thought you didn't like it on a train. Or in a car. Bitch, I'm not. Or near or far. Bitch, I'm not the no-named man in the book. I am. You're not the hater? I like it everywhere. You do I like love my hair. green eggs and dick everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I I can't think of a more uh more mo better ending. Bye. Say bye, Bobby. Bye, Bobby. Bye, Bobby.